Hello, lovely people. Welcome to another episode of Herbaceous Conversations with Back to a Silly. I'm your host, Gloria, and this is a space to delve into the knowledge of plant medicine and empower you with practical and applicable information to enhance your well-being. For more information, visit the website at backtoacilly.com. You guys, I have a proposal. Can January be the second spring, like the second start of spring before spring actually starts? I don't know if that makes any sense, but I'm saying this because right now we are planning our garden for this year and where everything's going to be, not precisely, but you know, just the general sketchings and it's really exciting. It's like spring is here, but it's not, (laughs) especially when you go outside (laughs) and the cold wind just slaps you across the face, (laughs) but it's okay. Anyway, so in this episode, I wanted to share with you guys some plant fun ideas for your little ones to get them involved in the plants that you have via, be it house plants, your garden, your community garden, whichever source that you have. Or even if you're aspiring to, you can still do these things. Now, for us personally, I love breaking up these activities by season. So that way you can really immerse yourself within the season and get to know the plants more intimately that way. And it just, it's easier to find more activities that way. At least that's what we find. So during the spring, we'll start with the spring. So some activities that we love to go on. So we're planning to go to the upcoming plant sale. And this is a lovely place. So if you have a local agriculture center that you can go to, They usually have about one or two plant sales throughout the year. This is a great place where you can get cheap, quality plants. So that way you can experiment growing certain things on a low budget. Or if you want to go all out and have a big garden, then your bank account won't cry (laughs) while you're making these purchases. It's also a nice place where you can meet master gardeners in your community. And you can ask them questions about growing techniques and any other questions that you may have now of course the second thing is of course planting a garden itself now you can do this in various ways like i mentioned so you can either have house plants you can have a grow tent um a patio garden an in-ground garden above garden whichever technique you prefer um and this is nice so for your kids You can either have them get involved by picking out the seeds and putting them in the soil or actually digging in the ground. Now, this will also vary according to their age, right? So, for example, our eldest, she's a toddler, so she's she's an earth baby, (laughs) so she loves getting her hands in the dirt. So it all depends on your child, too, and their temperament. So some of them have the patience for gardening and some don't. So just gauge what your child actually likes. Because you don't want them to have a distaste (laughs) for the activity either. So, yeah, I'm sure as a parent or auntie or uncle, grandparent, however you are related to a child, you probably know this already. 
Uh, and the last things in spring that you can do, of course, is garden maintenance. And this is just to get them involved in the growing process of the plants. So once you have it in the ground, they can actually watch the whole process of it growing, kind of like a child growing in the womb, you know, and they can actually witness and see the whole process. And this will, for older kids, this will also give them a, uh, this will connect the economics behind food and agriculture and how it's circulated throughout the community. I actually talked about this a little bit on um, the Natural Mamas Movement online summit. And if you want to take a look at those interviews, I'll put the link in the description. My lovely friend, Samantha Veach, she interviewed several, several women that are in various communities from doula to midwife to just general motherhood, approaching it sustainably. And she had conversations with us pertaining to different things and we touched on how to get kids involved in the garden and in plants. So in the summer, summer is when things are nice and popping, the sun is nice and shining or not depending on where you are <laughs> in the world. <laughs> but where we are here in the western hemisphere, yes, so the sun is shining and kids are out of school, so there is a bunch of summer activities that they can get involved in. And this is a nice time for you to go and check out your local library or your local park, actually, to have, sometimes they'll organize nature walks for you to go on. And normally the guide will educate you about the different plants that are in your community and how to identify them, what they're used for, and their history about it. Now, since the kiddos are out of school at this time, this is also a nice time to make different herbal remedies and prep for the fall and winter. So by incorporating, and this depends on the age of the child, of course, as well. But it's a nice time, especially if your kids like, you know, to make things in the kitchen. They would thoroughly enjoy making different herbal remedies such as tinctures and syrups. Syrups are a hot one, especially, you know, elderberry syrup to prep for the cold and flu season and other things as well. I have a blog post if you'd like to check it out. It's in regards to herbs for newborns and different, there are different recipes in that blog post that you can actually refer so I'll have that in the show notes for you guys to reference. And of course, now in the summer too, there are there is a little bit of harvesting going on. So this is the you know the full circle of a plant life that your kids get to witness, which is the fun part. So of course, pulling out different things in the summer, such as corn and radishes and carrots tomatoes, eggplants, and cucumbers if you're an early planter. There's so many different things that you can harvest in the summer that they can enjoy. Dill, the flowers, calendula, this is the time that when they're blooming. So yeah, summer is a lovely time. Of course, the bees and the pollinators, the butterflies are around, so it's very aesthetically pleasing in the garden. Now, Another thing that you can do, another activity is actually visiting your local or just traveling, really. So summer is a hot time for traveling since the kids are out of school. So this time you can take your time to visit botanical gardens in your region and without and to visit other nurseries as well to see what they have and how they're growing it. 
and this is just for not only for your kids to learn what's around now in the fall school is back up and running again depending on the uh, schedule that you are on and things are winding down a little bit in the house however there is a little bit of harvesting that is still going on so your kiddos can get involved in that way by harvesting and just doing routine maintenance in the garden and since it is a little bit cooler there are other plants that come up during this time so for example we have a bush clover uh, in our front yard that likes to thrive towards the end of summer and beginning of fall so there are other plants too that do the same certain flowers as well so this is another great time to continue doing nature walks so your little ones can get exposed to different plants that are thriving in your environment and of course in the winter things are really slowed down weather is cool so this is a nice time to reflect and see reflect and really admire you know the whole season at its end and what was harvested uh, throughout the whole year and to reflect on anything <clears throat> excuse me that could have changed um, in regards to growing techniques in the garden so that's a breakdown according to season of different activities that you can do with your little ones um, to get them involved in a garden that you may have now this pertains to any garden really so this could be a vegetable garden flower garden, a medicinal herbal garden, whichever you have, your little ones will learn from it. Now, the essential values and takeaways that they get, of course. Now, the big one is responsibility. It's a lot of responsibility and a lot of work to take care of plants, depending on the plant, of course. Not a lot of work. It's just a lot of diligence, right? You have to be diligent and disciplined in regards to growing plants because they need certain nutrients at certain times to really thrive. And of course, lastly, the respect and appreciation for nature and the science that goes on underground and above ground that we can really, really appreciate. So that concludes this episode. And if you're in the local Fayetteville area, I will have different links in the show notes that you can reference in regards to agriculture centers and nature walks that uh, you can use for you and your family in the future. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. And I'll check you next week on Thursday. Bye for now. Before I head out, I want to let you guys know about two new things that are coming to a silly herbs and botanica. Well, maybe three. As you may have noticed, the business name has officially changed to better suit the mission of the business. Now, firstly, the Kabila is being revamped. Now, Kabila means tribe and community in Swahili. And on this online forum, this online space, this is a place where you can explore herbalism specifically pertaining to african folk medicine and you'll also receive exclusive monthly content from me 
And then secondly, the coaching program is going to be revamped for next year as I'll be intertwining my expertise as an herbalist and a health coach to provide you a very unique program. So you can release anything that's hindering you from thriving and being your best self in regards to your health uh, in the mind, body, and spirit. So if you'd like to receive more information about these changes, please be sure to subscribe to our newsletter.